Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey everybody, this is Reba. Welcome to Rooted Deep. Uh, we are so excited as Allie and I have uh, a chance to interview a friend today, a friend in ministry. Uh, you know, man, it's just so awesome when you get to meet people along the way that you get to, you know, get shoulder to shoulder with and jump in ministry with from time to time. And Joy Reyes is one of those people in Allie and I's life. So we're really excited to have Joy today on uh, Rudy D. Yeah, a friend of mine years ago at a women's conference uh, drug me over to meet Joy. She said, I want you to meet Joy because she and you do the same thing. And I was very interested and I was like, oh, great, what do you do? And it's so interesting that in when we, when we talk about rescuing women and girls, her ministry, uh, New Hope uh, Girls Home rescues and 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 um, and ministers to girls, serves young girls um, in a preventative uh, manner. And then our our ministry is more to women, you know, kind of on the other spectrum. And so there were so many things in common, but so many things. It was just we just started learning from each other, um, meeting, you know, and and talking. And then we had a wonderful prayer weekend on the mountain. And so we've been friends uh, for, for a while. And then I was like, Reba, you need to meet somebody. Um, and, and I drug you literally up the mountain and <laughs> part of the way, it's like I drug her part of the way up the mountain. And then Joy was like, well, let me take you a little bit further up the mountain. Yeah. You know, Allie decides to get coffee and Joy and us yeah. keep sweating, keep sweating it out. But uh, right. yeah, I know I remember, <laughs> I do remember that day really vividly. And um, one of those things where it's just kind of one of those God moments where God connects us to people. So Joy is the executive director of New Hope Girls in the Dominican Republic. And Joy, um, man, we're so glad to have you here today. Why don't you take just a second to tell us just a little bit about New Hope? Yes, I'm really happy to be here, too. Um, It's funny, you guys are some of the few who saw New Hope in its infancy. And we started in 2011 and it was this little shack on the hill that we referred to as the mansion on the hill. And in that little, and in that little place, you know, God did so many amazing things preparing us for where we currently are. And we do work with girls, minors who've been um, affected by the sex trade and who have just experience some of the darkest, scariest, ugliest things. And we walk with them in healing. We walk with them in their justice process. We provide for them as daughters and we just do our best to love them well. And in addition to that, we work with, we work with women, but it is different from Allie. We, um, our arm of prevention is helping vulnerable moms provide for their kids so we never have to rescue them. And they make beautiful handbags that we sell um, stateside to help support the work of rescuing refuge for girls. Man, that's such a great thing. And so um, I think because I've actually been there, uh, you know, at that little mansion on a hill, uh, and mm-hmm. and honestly was asking myself, how in the world do you rescue girls here? How does this work? And then seeing <laughs> Uh, so many girls in that room and and in that building and watching God just do, um, you know, what he can, what only he can do right there in the middle of that place. Uh, It was just an amazing, 
I'm so glad God let me in on the beginning or, you know, to be there at the early, early stages, because it is so cool to see where he's led you and uh, just the great things that you guys are continuing to do uh, as he just gives you uh, more and more opportunity, which has been a cool thing to watch. Absolutely. And, you know, we still use that little mansion on the hill every week. We serve 150 girls in there. And I know you got to see that Rebo, but it, most people cannot imagine 150 girls in there. And, and even I think really, but, but it's, you know, the woman who helps lead that she does an amazing job and really has them eating Mm -hmm. out of the palm of her hands. It's phenomenal. There's so much hunger. Tell us about um, the speaking of the mansion on the hill. It is if you if you can think about and and trying to fit 150 girls just reminds me of trying to fit all of my shoes into one shoebox. And if anybody <laughs> knows me, they love shoes. I know they know I love shoes. And um, but with with Joy's mansion on the hill, I think it's fascinating that early stages of this ministry, how the community. Can you tell us a, a little? A couple of instances where the community around in this in this very poor neighborhood just kind of um, enveloped you guys and really, um, really served early on. I remember just the stories of just how the communities took you guys in. And I'm you know, we're so we want to be so more much more connected to community these days. But I I think it's beautiful um, how they served you. You know, we we started with this little shack falling down the hill because it was all we had. And mm-hmm. there was no strategy in it apart from that. But, you know, God had such strategy in helping to make us who we are. And it was it was about learning to listen and pray and depend on him alone. And I and I remember in the beginning, you know, just feeling overwhelmed by the need. And the, the simple things like a can of peas or, mm. you know, you know, whatever simple thing um, I felt like we couldn't live without that wasn't there. And I was feeling so overwhelmed by it. I told the girls, you know, listen, I, I cannot provide your every need. The only one that can is God. So let's start writing all these things down on paper and praying over them. And then as God answers our prayers. We'll turn them into a paper chain. So it would be this con concrete, you know, example of his, of his, um, favor. And, uh, but I got impatient and, you know, it's so funny. I felt like I was at, I was actually going to make God look good. So I go into the Mm -hmm. box and I was like, ah, the refrigerator, you know, we cannot live any longer without a fridge and girls need shoes. And um, washing by hand is exhausting us. Mm -hmm. So I pulled those three things out and I was going to, um, you know, I made this plan to get a loan. And then when, when the funds came in, I was going to pay it back. And I just felt in my spirit, God say, this is not how we're going to do it. This is not how we're doing this. So Mm -hmm. I put those things right back in and over the next, over the next few days, God was so kind (laughs) to to have it be a few days. little old lady came walking up that hill with a washing machine on her back. Mm. And she, she just said that God had put it on her heart. And so we no longer had to wash by hand. And then a friend of a friend, you know, who I just really had met once or twice called and said, Hey, I'm at the hardware store. What do you need more? A washer? Or a fridge. And I was like, the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> and then 
And then, and then someone, and then someone else said, you know, I work with this company called Keens, which is, if you don't know, it's, it's a nice quality shoe. And, and they said, um, do do your girls need shoes because they're starting this one for one program. So my girls didn't just get the cheap shoes that I was going to go buy, Mm -hmm. but this high quality shoe made for them with their name on it in their favorite color. Like God just mm. t- took care of all the little details. And, and it was, it was a thrill to watch the community um, pour into us. You know, like if, if you ever get there, you can see we're living in this very poor community, but there were times when our neighbors would knock on our door and share their mm. arroz con pollo with us. You know, it was amazing, truly. Uh, I think that's so cool because, um, you know, God does care about the little things and the big things. And it's so amazing to watch how he cares just about each girl and individually, as well as this collective group of girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that, that, that is the character of God. And that's really who he is. Um, but mm-hmm. Joy, I can just tell you that from being there, um, I, I don't know what I expected um, when I first went to visit, I, I can't remember back that far now to know what I really had expectations to be. But one of the things that I think is so true about your girls is that they are, they're strong women. Mm. I mean, these little, even the little bitty feisty ones, they're just so resilient and they're so strong. Can you maybe, um, you know, share with us just a little, maybe a story or just a little bit about, uh, about the girls that you serve and their strength and, and man, just the amazing way they fight through their battles? Well, you know, it doesn't always look spiritual. (laughs) Right. Um, I remember a couple summers ago, we got this little six-year-old and she came in, you know, swearing like a sailor and flipping everybody off and just, (laughs) you know, flailing, literally. Mm -hmm. And, um, the judge who brought her to us was weeping. She was a mess, a mess. And when I, mm. when I looked at both of them, I kind of looked at this little girl and I'm like, you're going to be okay. I got you. And I, and I entered right into, you know, soothing and comforting this, this judge who had been a part of the rescue. And I said, you know, listen, today, she's in a safe place today. Her healing begins. Like it is going to be okay. Like you did the hard thing and now we're going to walk with her. And you know, that, that little girl, she, she just continued to fight and flail and push back. And, and yet, you know, the work that new hope does is just convincing them of who they are and whose they are and how how loved and accepted they are, no matter how poorly they behave. And she's just such a different person. Like we talk about it now laughing because you can't even imagine that in her now. She's amazing. And it is amazing to be part of such a transformative process. Yeah, that's beautiful. And we're talking about, I mean, in, in the in the months uh, that come, in the weeks that come, we are talking about just being a fighter and fighting um, in a good way and fighting, you know, fighting the good fight. And, and Reba's definitely got, you know, some plans on 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 these type of, of interviews with with fighters. But I wanted to ask you, 
you know, talking about how, you know, how you've seen the community, the community come together and how the Lord has provided even this transformative work. How has that affected um, your staff, like your, um, the, the people that work around you? Because this is such a big, it's such a big ordeal or, you know, it's just a big, you know, ministry. It's not all joy, but sometimes it feels like all joy, but you've got an amazing team of women around you. And, um, and how has their faith grown? Have you, how have you seen that? Well, you know, it, I mean, there really are countless stories of the curious ways that we fight battles because we, because it is war, you know, mm-hmm. no, no matter, no matter what you, how you want to talk about it, it is war and, um, physically, emotionally, spiritually, it's just, it's, it's a battle. It's thick. My girls talk in battle terms all the time and, um, our staff, you know, in order to be, in order to be ready to step into that every day, they really have to be prayed up Mm -hmm. and they, and they really have to be full because it's the only way that we're going to be able to, to, um, to fight and survive. But one story that I I'll never forget is when one of my, one of my sweet caregivers was at her wits end had no idea how to diffuse a fight actually. So she was, she was outside and the girls were raging and she, she had, you know, she was out of tricks. She had no more tricks. So she, she got, she grabbed the speaker and turned her, her favorite song, their favorite song on high, closed her eyes and started to sing and dance like a crazy person. (laughs) And, and she was just like, I'm ignoring you. I am just going to enter in to praise. Mm. And so she, so she's singing and dancing while literally a battle is raging around her. And she said, every now and again, I'd open up my eyes and I'd be like, is, is, it, is, it, is anything changing? And right. she said they, start, they started to like come closer because they were mm-hmm. curious and she had chosen a song that they love. But anyway, at the end, you know, they were singing and dancing together. And I just, I just love how curious and, and even foolish it can seem and how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. You know, and, and Joy, I think it might be helpful for those listening who may not know of New Hope um, and, and understand kind of how things work for you to kind of maybe give us a, so this is a rescue home and and you've got your staff and how how all that how all those pieces come together. I think maybe for some people out there, it'll be really helpful just to kind of give us a big picture of what that looks like as the staff that you have and how it all works together. Well, um, you know, all of our girls have a different story, and but what they all share in common is you know they need a safe home, mm-hmm. and so New Hope provides that for them. Sometimes it's temporary as they go through their court process or as home studies are being, um, you know, being executed and, and, it's, and the, the system is deciding whether or not they need a forever home or a temporary home. And we provide both. And so the girls that it is decided don't have a safe home to to go back to we actually take legal guardianship of them so they are ours and um, we provide for them as daughters providing every single thing that you would you would provide for your daughter 
I wish that it could happen in a, in a family unit, mom and dad, but you know, when so much brokenness has taken place, it's like, it takes a whole army to serve them. But, but God has provided um, amazing, amazing women. And so we rotate through and meeting their needs and, um, and serving them. And there's a, we're a staff of 12, you know, with psychologists and caregivers and the, the person who cooks our meals, you know, all of us together are a sure. staff of 12 and, um, yeah, it's, it's 24 seven. It is. And you've left the little shack on the hill now and God just really opened up. Um, we called it Jurassic park at the beginning yeah. um, because it was, <laughs> it so, was. It was so covered with um, with overgrowth and uh, with all of the frogs in the in the pool and everything else. But man, <laughs> when you walk onto that place now, it's hard to believe it was this. It's the same place um, as God just opened up a larger facility for you to house more girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that you know, it just seems like that was yesterday, but it wasn't. And now you've just purchased a new facility. Uh, I know. So, so talk to us about all of that because, man, that's just been an exciting process to watch as you overflow with girls. I know <laughs> it's kind of blowing my mind. Can you hear it? Yeah. It's like <laughs> we, uh, yeah. So we started in that little one, and then and then we moved to Jurassic Park, which really is a, just a beautiful haven right now. Mm-hmm. And um, and on that site, we have these beautiful therapeutic spaces that help it be truly a place of healing. And then um, in addition to that, you know, we, we knew from the beginning that there would come a time when we had to think about launching girls. And so um, I didn't know what that would look like, but I knew it was coming. And so just, just with my own experience as a mom raising kids in a, in another country, it was so valuable for them to be able to spend their senior year abroad with a family that we loved. And it was sort of the soft launch before they actually, um, stepped into college. It was so good for them. So we um, are providing that through what we call the university house. So it's that soft launch. They still are under our care, but they're, they're being given um, more independence than they've ever had. They're for the first time managing social media and a cell phone and a budget and their first jobs and all, and all of that so that they're ready. Mm-hmm. And so, and also so that we feel like we gave them all we could, you know? Right. Right. So that's, so that's our second locate or yeah, that's our, our third, I guess, location. But then since we just had um, a, a new administration take over in the DR and the first ladies initiative is fighting for girls mm-hmm. and the rescue has just broken through. It's just been amazing. And so we were really quickly full and over full. And learning that as, as uh, we step into even darker places of greater exploitation and abuse, that those girls needed a different kind of care. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so we just purchased a house. We just have the keys. It's empty, but 
we're, we're, we're getting ready to set that up to be able to serve those girls that need a special kind of care and, and, um, and service really, uh, protection. Yeah. That's so cool. And, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I know that, I know joy, this has to, um, this has, there's, this has to set, I mean, there's, you have to fight wars your own self, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. this has to be difficult for you, you, because you are, you're a wife, you're a, a mom to your own kids, then you've got New Hope, and your husband Vidal is very involved in New Hope, so uh, you kind of do, you guys do this together, um, but Absolutely. You know, give us some thoughts on that from just personally, I mean, how, how do you, how do you do this every day? Well, do you, do you remember, Allie, that, that meeting you talked about um, when we first met? Allie was actually speaking, and she talked about um, getting on your face. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. It's been a long time, but it's one of my favorite. Yeah, it's one of my favorite, you know, passages to go back to. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it just doesn't work if you don't get start on your face like Mm -hmm. every day. You just can't do it. Right. This um, this particular this uh, the particular Bible study was talking about how it it was interesting because God um, is talking to the Israelites about how they really just tried to set up their own religion just right beside him, their door beside his door, a threshold beside his threshold, but really kind of doing things on their own. And that's so many people in so many Christians are really trying to live the Christian life and serve the Lord, maybe in ministry or in leadership in their own strength and power, instead of going back and walking back through that temple and, and really just going through and really prayer, you know, and saying, listen, I have no strength on my own. It's all you know, it's all coming from you. And I think a lot of times we're living that parallel, you know, kind of, you know, walking beside God's strength instead of in God's strength and that, you know, and so you have been such a, such a model for prayer, um, to in my life as well. And I, and I think that that's what we're talking about when we talk about fighting and it's interesting how fighting starts on our knees, mm-hmm. on our yeah. face, <laughs> like, on our face. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes too, we tell, we tell our girls, you know, this isn't just for you. Like what God is doing in your life is going to affect the world. And, Mm -hmm. and, and it's, and what he does for us is meant to be shared. But it's so funny as I am talking with them, how he's talking to me. You just the, just the other day, I have this girl, she's got so much potential. Like she's, you could just see this. You can just see who she is going to be Mm. and and yet she struggles the struggle is so 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 thick and she's and we're in a struggle and I was just like come on are you kidding me we're here again like I I thought I thought you had this I thought you knew who you were you know I I thought you knew whose you were and I thought you were ready to step into all the beautiful and wonderful that you are. Mm -hmm. And, and I just, you know, as I said that, I just felt it convicted, you know, like, are we here again? Are we here again? (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I, I tell her, I, I tell all of them how sometimes it feels like 
we only grab on to all that we were created to be with one hand. And then we hold on to our past and, and our pain with another hand and, and we're kind of torn. And, but God is in order for us to step into all we were created to be, you have to let go and make space for more and grab on to all that he's calling us to with both hands. And it's scary for them. It's scary for me. And yet you just think, you know, this, this is a promise that is rock solid. You can trust it. We can grab onto hope. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's, it's like everyday work. It's everyday work. I really love that because I think there's probably a lady listening who may be hurting in her own way, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously we know that um, there are women who've gone through great abuses and who have gone through great trauma in their life due to, you know, abuse in their own families and in, in, uh, abuse from different situations. And I think that, um, there's an inspiration, uh, in, in the, and there is that word hope that always exists. It kind of, it's, it's in your ministry name, but yet at the same time, it's so, it's so true, um, that there is hope because because God cares and because he's, he's bigger than our, our largest pain and he's bigger than our greatest difficulty uh, that we face. And, you know, I think maybe somebody needs to hear that today. So Mm -hmm. I I hope that they take the words that you said in relationship to these young little girls that are fighting through their, their sets of pains and difficulties, and maybe they'll personally apply that. Absolutely. Yeah, I would just say, you know, if you, if it's scary to grab on, it's so worth it. Mm. It's, it's just so worth it. You know, like one thing I remember, I might've even be guilty of saying this, um, you know, I would say, or I've, and I've definitely heard other people say, you can't want it more than they want it. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine working with adults, Sally, you've heard that, like, you can't yes. want it for them more yes. than they want it. And I think... <laughs> And I think, you know, I don't know if I believe that, you know, I know Jesus wants it for us more than we want it for us. Mm-hmm. And, and he's just, you know, he's constantly pursuing and fighting and convincing us of, of our worth, of our, that we're loved, that, you know, and, and as we grab onto that, then, then we, you know, then we really can have hope. But, mm-hmm. but I think that that is the I think that that's our work. I think that that's our work to convince and persuade and believe when they don't believe and dream when they can't dream, you know, and love when they don't think they can be loved so that, so that they can begin to grab on to who they were created to be. And I think we have to create a bridge to that, that phrase, know who you are and whose you are. We have to be the ones to kind of bridge them to that and, and get them and bridge them know that you are created for more. You do have more value. You, you know, God has, you know, so much more for you. And again, bridging that into, you know, into where they finally can be convinced. And I think sometimes we still need to be convinced of who we are and whose we are. And so, um, and so if it's hard for us, imagine, you know, you know, years of trauma, um, attached to that. And, um, and so that's, that's so important to, to understand, uh, really, truly who our hope is in and, uh, and where the battle and where the battle begins. I love, I think I'm just going to try this. I think I'm just going to, at times when there's chaos around me, 
whether it's my own chaos or chaos that are, is, is in my ministry or in my home, I think I really am just going to put on some music and close my eyes and just worship. And I think it's all in the song, obviously. We've got to create the right song. It cannot be the eye of the tiger, which is what would, that would be my default song. But, you know, um, but I think that's something that we need to remember. There is, you know, we need to start in that position of just worship and just get back to that worship and prayer and just close your eyes and and uh, let the fight battle rage around you for a little bit and get back yeah. to who you are and whose you are. I love that. Yeah. So that's good stuff. Well, Joy, um, tell us just a little bit about how, how can people connect with you? I know they can go to the website and, and maybe share with us some needs uh, that you have right now, um, as well as talk a little bit about the arm of prevention with the purses and connect women to all of that. There's so many really, maybe there's somebody listening right now that says, man, I would love to be involved in this ministry. I just don't know what that looks like. So walk them through the different ways they can connect with you and how they can actually uh, buy a great bag and just be a part Mm -hmm. of what you're doing. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Find us um, at newhopegirls.com. You can kind of hear about our day-to-day on Instagram and Facebook, New Hope Girls, just if you want to know a little bit more about us. If you want to find out about investing in or partnering with, um, you would find that information on our website too. As I mentioned, we just bought a house and it's empty and we have to fill it with everything that it needs and staff it. And it's it's basically doubling our operational budget. Mm-hmm. And so we, we invite people to partner with us through what we call um, an inner circle. Like I, I refer to them as Joy's peeps because I talk to them in a different way and they can kind of get the inside scoop. But those are the people that have committed to give monthly and pray daily. So that's a really powerful way to be involved. And then um, there's a capital campaign if you, you know, if you want to see what we're really up to in terms of capital and growth. And in addition, we are, we really are providing jobs for, for women so that they can keep their kids safe and they get to enter into the rescue work because all of those proceeds help support the work of New Hope Girls. And we have they're good bags. They're like amazing, mm-hmm. actually. Oh, they're great bags. I love they're them. Great bags. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's not just like, like, you know, throwing us a bone, like you get a really great bag. And so those are also on our website mm-hmm. and they're, they're distributed from the States. So you get them quick. All right. So they can go to the website and you can shop for a bag. You can partner, you can uh, maybe give a gift to uh, the needs that are uh, present right now uh, at New Or Hope, you can which, strap a washing machine on your back and just crawl up the hill like that. Or that. Me. We yeah. need a washing machine, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's always been, um, it, you know, it's been a thrill. I always am so grateful at the people God puts in my life. Mm-hmm. And you never know who God is going to cross your path with at any moment and how that connection is going to make a difference for you in your life. But um, I am so, two people in my life that God put in my path uh, are the two women I'm talking to right now. And uh, I am so very grateful uh, that uh, I met Allie and then Allie introduced me to Joy. 
Um, and she wasn't even sure she liked me yet when she introduced me to you, Joy. So that was, it was all good. I was like, here, Joy, take her. I don't know what to do with her. It's more what it was. She's like me. And God just knit our hearts. Uh, and so, you know, through the years, we've, uh, we, we've had the privilege of, of working together, worshiping together, praying together, um, and fighting together. Uh, and apart, but knowing that we're always there for each other. And so I think that, you know, that's really what the body of Christ, I hope, is all about, uh, is being able to, I think it's such an important thing to remember that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Mm -hmm. So um, we lean into very strong arms, and yet also realizing that God uses each moment in our lives and every opportunity in our lives to further his kingdom work, and we have an opportunity to be a part of that. So, uh, man, so if God's nudging your heart as you listen to podcasts today and, uh, you know, uh, check these, check out uh, New Hope and, and see what God has for you uh, as far as that's concerned. And we hope to have Joy back in the future uh, just to be able to um, give us an update, share a little bit. Uh, she'll be with us in a couple of weeks at uh, the Dare for More Live conference. So uh, if you haven't registered for that, you can go online and you'll get to uh, actually meet these women in person. You'll actually get to hear a little bit of, uh, more about their stories and a little bit about what all is happening in their ministry. So um, I'm excited about that. So Allie, why don't you kick us off into how we always end the program, Joy, with these fun questions. We love, we love these fun questions because it's just rapid fire. You got to just answer quick. Don't think about it too much. Um, it's almost like the, the Warshock block, block test. You know, what do you see first or what, do you, what comes to mind first? But these rapid fire questions just get us, give us a, a little insight on who you are um, and a little day-to-day -day basis. So question okay, number no one. Okay, no judgment. Yeah, no judgment at all. No judgment. Here we uh, go. <laughs> number, uh, number one, besides the Bible, what book has impacted you or is impacting you right now uh, at this moment um everybody always Bob Ever. okay cool so joy what do you enjoy doing in your free time tennis All i don't right. do it enough but i do love tennis <laughs> like, tell us something that people often get wrong about you you know you have to after the first impression what what was that happening I've been told a lot lately that I'm kind of intimidating. <gasps> Did you, do you feel that? I was no. like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yes. don't, I think, I don't think I'm intimidating, but anyway. Yes. Okay. Well, that would definitely be wrong about you. All right. Yeah. Uh, a favorite movie. Oh gosh. The first one that came to my mind has so much language in it. I'm not going to say it. Let me think <laughs> of it. The next one. Um, <laughs> Me Next too. Next question. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Goodwill Hunting is my favorite movie, yes. and it's full of yeah. bad language. Gotcha. Well, you can just get the 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 TV version, and it cut it all out. So okay. Got it. <laughs> okay. So while you're while you're uh, eating while you're watching your favorite movie, maybe what is a favorite meal or kind of your comfort go to food? What do you enjoy eating? Uh, popcorn. I mean, it's not just because of the movie question. Honestly, I can have it for dinner a few nights a week. <laughs> well, that explains a lot. <laughs> I'm, starting to, I'm starting to get a lot of clarity now. Picture. <laughs> yeah. All right. That helps me. All right. This is just kind of a, a, a fun question, uh, but what's on your nightstand? So next to your bed at night, what, what do you got? 
Oh my, it's too much. And people all get mad at me. I have, it's so much stuff. And I've had a couple of books because I never read one at a time and a journal and, and, you know, et cetera, and pain cream and I mean, everything. It's just so much. <laughs> We're all getting to that age where the first thing is, it's like, oh, the Excedrin. We're not there at the CPAP yet, but almost, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, glasses, because I can't Mm -hmm. even check a message without putting glasses on that side. Got it. Give us a snapshot of your ordinary moment in your life that brings you joy. Um, well, when I walk in the door at New Hope each day, I get leg hugged Mm. every day. It's such a great, great way to start your day. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, Joy, what are you deeply grateful for? Friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So friends. Oh, yeah. And our last question um, for everybody is, what is, that, what is that one thing that keeps you deeply rooted? Um, prayer. Mm-hmm. It's my thing. Yeah. It's our thing. It's our lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Joy, it has been uh, so much fun having you today uh, on the podcast and just being able to introduce our listeners to New Hope uh, for those who are not familiar with you. And then for those who maybe are uh, just a chance to catch up. And I think you said some really great things today that I really believe uh, are going to connect with people. Um, and just being able to let the one hand go, man, there were just some powerful things. I was thinking back through that, just the emphasis on prayer. And that's how we really fight. Uh, and that's really what, and that, you know what, there is hope. God is at work and things may look mm-hmm. gloomy um, and things may look hard and impossible. And you think, oh my word, but sometimes uh, understanding that God is doing something and great things are ahead. Yes. So, so thanks so much for being a part of the podcast today. And uh, we'll hopefully have you on again at some other point to catch us up. But um, again, go out, check out New Hope, go to the website, buy a bag. Uh, be a part, and uh, we would love to have you uh, connect with Joy in that way. And then maybe one day they can visit us uh, in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. So that would that'd be awesome. Well, it's been good to have you guys on the podcast today. I hope you guys have a great week. And as always, keep rooting yourself deeply in the things that are going to bring you a fruitful life. All right. Well, until next time. Until next time. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Joy. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.